Welcome, everyone, to a secretive, rumor-filled episode of Dude Soup. You don't know what it is. You have to rely on an anonymous source to tell you what it is. It's only one source. That means it's a rumor. But then, a day later, someone tweets that the soup isn't what you thought it was. So, anyway. Uh, Lawrence is already upset. Yeah, this episode... No, I'm not upset. He's heated. He's already He's just upset. Heated. He just heated. I'm not... I'm calm. Look no, at this. you're heated. Look at this. Settle down, Look heat boy. You're like the human torch over there. Look at this. You see a little jitter. Oh, no. Read the yeah. thing. Yeah, there was a little jitter. Uh, this episode of Dude Soup is brought to you by Harry's, fine purveyors of subscription shaving stuff that comes to you in the mail. Um, they're currently doing a Father's Day promotion, so if you are a father or have one, or had one maybe at some point, are you, you should be interested. No, oh, but maybe I should do it for my father. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, just go to harrys.com. We have a code DUDE that'll give you 5% off your Father's Day set. More information about that later. Ooh. First, we got some spice to discuss, or rather rediscuss. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the fact that Joel's back on the podcast. That's Joel's back, right. everyone. Oh, man. That's so spicy. No longer banned. I, Joel? Was he banned? Yeah. Sure. I was banned? He was. Why'd we ban him? Because he would interrupt the ad reads. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Boom. He got banned. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was too almost on the nose. Almost did it again this time. You can time, tell whenever Joel gets real almost quiet. almost did it again this time, but right. then Lawrence handled it. I remember, I remember the ban. <laughs> All right. Uh, why, are, why are people mad? Uh, because... <laughs> Adam, why are people mad? We told them something they wanted to believe, and then they refused to believe it. Oh, Which is right. weird. Okay, so so God this is, is not everybody. Yeah, the, yeah, recap, recap. No, God's not dead. Kevin Sorbo told me. Okay. Uh, Sorbo, Hercules. Yep. Recap. Uh, so recap. Uh, we we uh, we stretched our little journalism fingers and uh, were privy to a particular rumor from an anonymous source that uh, Microsoft was in talks with Konami to buy the Silent Hill property. And part of that would be making Silent Hills an Xbox One exclusive. Ooh. Uh, you know, pretty interesting stuff. Not entirely unbelievable yet. Other details got a little less believable, namely that the purchase price for the property uh, was potentially. in yeah potentially in the billion dollar range. So over a billion dollars. Yes. Uh, and that also Silent Hills as a game was at this point eighty percent complete mm-hmm. and could feasibly be released by March of twenty sixteen mm-hmm. as an Xbox One exclusive. Um, and, and just based on like that gut check, a lot of people called bullshit, which I don't fault them at all for. Yeah, sure. I would do that too. Um, in fact, kind of did the first time I heard about it. So, uh, but you know, um, we we did our fact checking behind the scenes, and then came to the conclusion that um, even though it initially sounded like it was a load of bullshit, uh, after we kind of talked through it and uh, may or may not have checked around, uh, cannot can neither confirm nor deny that. Uh, we came to the conclusion that actually it did make a lot of sense eventually. So what we can do right now is take a little, take a little more time, blow a little more hot air, maybe not cold air, and explain ourselves. So we reported that a little less than a week ago. Yeah. Um, and the internet got upset at us. Oh, Some yeah. of the internet got upset. Yeah, but not all of them. Not all. Yeah. Ironically, amount of real skepticism. Ironically, yeah. the, the exactly. most upset par- portion of the internet was like other games media. Yeah, that's they were, true. You know they were upset? Why? Because they weren't reporting it. And and because they weren't reporting it well, because uh-oh. we don't report real news. Oh boy, the guy so, they To understand the mentality, you <laughs> yeah, have to, you have to also understand games media in general, right. which is, for the most part, to sit and wait for an email to pop into your inbox that says, this is the news for the day, or this is the new trailer, Go ahead and report on it right. now. Like yeah. there, there isn't any digging for anything going on. So that's like Bruce. Maybe that's like Bruce level. So I, I just want to give the sort of a chronology of what happened. So on on Friday we reported it. Uh, for a while it looked like it was getting picked up by a bunch of different blogs, which is good. Um, people were saying it was like, it looked ridiculous, but honestly, it, like you said, it on the surface it sounded pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could have linked out to us a little bit more. That's true. They could have. A lot of people embedded the video. They tried. Um, anyways, and that evening. Um, I got a bunch of interesting phone calls and text messages oh. about how people were angry on the industry side. Meaning, uh, I think we riled up a bunch of different hornet's nests, and that causes me to believe that it might actually be true. Um, that was something that I, I was very surprised about, because I didn't think, like the other leaks that we reported on back uh, Inside Gaming Days, when we reported on those, there was really nothing happened. It was just yeah. sort of like, we, we did it, uh, some of the blogs sourced them, and we moved on with our lives, and eventually yeah. they came true. Oh, yeah, I'll come back to that later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I was just going to say, so, and this one caused a little more turmoil, and that made me, again, think, hey, 
this actually might have some credence to it. Mm. Whereas before, it was just sort of a rumor that I was like, well, it sounds like this could or could not happen. The more that people denied it, and the more that people said, you know, like they, they, they were angry about it, the more I was like, interesting. I wonder, I wonder if this actually is yeah. true. So we, to be fair, we reported on it as a rumor, and we said yes. this could or could not happen. We, this is what we're hearing. And then uh, people said, well, your source, who you claim gave you the info about the Xbox One shipping without the Kinect, anyone could have called that. <laughs> and then we're, and Which is not true. At the time, yeah, uh, yeah a lot of people... At the time, Microsoft was very 100% staunchly saying, we will never, ever sell an Xbox One without a Kinect. Yeah, I remember and then, there were yeah. reply videos of people like, Xbox won't do that, like, on the user side. Yeah. And we we're like, no, 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 we, this is true. And they're like, well, not everything you said came true. The I believe in that story, we said that the Xbox One would get a price drop. Um, check. And then, yep. Well, it'd sell without the Kinect. Yep, check. check. And then there would be a model for $350 with a smaller hard drive. Okay, well, hold on. Yep. Uh, there's a check there. In the sense that the Xbox did sell for three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. The hard yeah. drive stayed the same size. The hard drive though. stayed the same size, which is, in my opinion, sort of crazy. And I think our rumor actually seemed more uh, truthful than an absurd three hundred fifty dollars Xbox with the same hard drive. Well, right. I, I think we said that they'd be like, "Okie dokie." Yeah, it never would have been. Dumb dumb. Well, I, I think pre Spencer that probably would have happened. They, uh, yeah. I think pre Spencer the Xbox division probably would have said. Okay, we're gonna cut the cost, but we have to squeeze nickel and dime, like any kind of savings we can get if we're gonna slash the price like this. I think Phil Spencer was like, "No, yeah. we're not. We're not gonna have an inferior version of the hardware it, out it, there." It's yeah. also when we got the news, it didn't happen until later, and it was reactionary to Don Magic leaving, uh, Phil Spencer taking over, and them getting their asses handed to them by the PlayStation. Yeah. So this is a long way of us saying that we have done this in the past, uh, and. The majority of what we said came out to yeah. be true. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying there is a reason why we trust the source. And, because, and also, kind of cut to the heart of the matter, we didn't make it up for attention, you know. God, no. And that that was kind of one of the uh, not necessarily an outright implication, but that's certainly what a lot of people implied. Uh, if we did that, we would do that every week. It's not hard to make things up that people want to hear. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of it is, um, I can let me like I get it I get why people would say like that's bullshit because that's essentially what we said the first time we heard it and we even said that in the video yeah. uh, there is this tendency of like games writers and, and people that cover the gaming industry to trust their gut when it comes to things like this and typically that works uh, if, if you've covered the industry long enough you just kind of get a sense for how things work and this is definitely not business as usual um, so if if you're a games writer or you know a, a beat cover of, of gaming industry stuff and you hear this you're like that is bullshit and let me tell you why so then a lot of that stuff happened, and I don't particularly blame people for that. Well, um, I mean, not just trusting your gut. Like I said, I think they trust their inbox. I guess there's that. Yeah, they, there's didn't that get a, they didn't get a PR email or anything that says, right. like, this is what this we're doing. Or, so, 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 we, so like... Well, it, it is this weird thing. That, this reminds me of how much Polygon hated covering hatred, but did 14 articles on it. It was the sort of thing of, like, there would be coverage of it, like, here's this rumor, but it's not true. It's like, yeah, but you got a headline out of it, and you got coverage, so why are you even writing about it? Like, I'm just talking from the blog perspective. I'm mm -hmm. like, if you don't believe this stuff, then don't write about it. Instead, they'll write three articles about why it's not true. Right. And it's kind of like, well, okay. Or why they'd never write articles on whatever the content is. Yeah. For a lot of people, on. reporting Strange. on the news, they consider that to be news. And also, yeah. they consider that to be part of their... part. We don't take journalistic standards very... Seriously, we don't consider ourselves journalists. Now, when we have a story like this, we... We try know, to adhere to the rules of journalism. Uh, by, by saying, like, this is a rumor, like, this yeah. is, un, you know, whatever. Because that's important to us. Like, mm -hmm. that we don't want to uh, sour our credibility or anybody, anybody else's, for that matter. Mm. Um, and again, we said over and over and over, this is one anonymous source, uh, and it is a rumor. That, and that was really important. I know, I think Lawrence said it three times, and I was thinking to myself, like, boy, that's, that's almost too much that we said it. And people still didn't get it. People yeah. still were like, I can't believe this is bullshit. Yeah. They're lying to us. And I was like, we said it was yeah, a rumor yeah. over and over and over. Saying it's unconfirmed, and if, if apparently there's a deal, and it's still in talks. Yeah. So Yeah, it's not over. So uh, yeah. I'd like to take this moment to kind of dive a little oh. deeper into the story and explain our thought process and why we kind of came around to... The, well, we said the follow-up, too, right? Phil Spencer tweeted out and said... Yeah, we covered that. Okay. We covered that in the, no. we, in the news story. I'm just saying, did we... No, no, no. Yeah, talk Okay, about yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was the follow-up on the weekend, yeah. So that's where we left off. Yeah, so um, we, we basically had an internal discussion, kind of gut-checking ourselves, and, and we were thinking, like... Okay, so we have this story. It is apparently bullshit. 
But is there a way in which it makes sense? Uh, so we can talk about a few of this stuff. First of all, the, the billion dollar figure is apparently very high, and we said that in the episode, for a property that has been dormant for a long time. Mm. Uh, you know, like Downpour came out, but that didn't really amount to much. They said something like, total sales of the franchise is like $9 million. Yeah, so so there are a few aspects by which Silent Hill is a property is a lot more appealing than just a dormant franchise that nobody really cares about anymore. Um, the first one that a lot of people didn't consider are the movies. Uh, this first Silent Hill did pretty well in terms of box office. The second one, not so well, but still earned money. So you're not just talking about... a you know, an old game franchise, you're also talking about a property that has been successfully converted into movies. So now it's a transmedia property. Mm -hmm. And that word by itself adds a lot to a price tag. Uh, I think also another aspect is that Microsoft is actually pretty forward-looking. They bought, they bought Minecraft. They try to be, yeah. Um, uh, and I think what they see, you know, presuming this is true, I think what they see in Silent Hill is a Five Nights at Freddy's style IP that they can own lock, stock, and barrel, basically. Yeah. So they saw the success of Five Nights at Freddy's on YouTube, they saw the success of PT, and they're thinking there's not really another horror games franchise that's poised to blow up like this in new media on YouTube with like streamers and stuff, and they know that's how games are marketed nowadays, or that's, that's the most successful way to market yeah. one. So well, Yeah, I was going to say, once you account everything in there, and then also it's not like, because I, I'm still erring on the side of like, that's a lot of fucking money. Um, maybe even too much. And yeah. if Microsoft were to buy it for a billion dollars, be like, yeah, you got screwed, right. buddy. <laughs> um, but at the same yeah. time, they aren't writing a check for one billion dollars. Yeah, that's a big there's part of it. Stock, too. There's equity. There's other things. And the way, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've never been part of a company that actually got bought out or anything. But typically, when one company comes in to scoop up another, um, the way it works through an IPO or anything like that, they buy what is it, ten times the amount of whatever the company is worth. Uh, Joel so, would know better. Yeah, sort of, kind of. Look, I, I also didn't go to business school, but my understanding is uh, the valuation of the company is not is is ten times worth what their uh, or the, the the buying price is ten times worth the valuation of the we company. Should, we should clarify: it's not a company; it's a franchise. Or a fra or right, right. For the, well, the I'm just saying, even say. even yeah. more so when you get into a deal like this. Also, I haven't been to business school, but when it's two <laughs> two large companies that have money, right? They can serve each other in this way by saying, yes, we will give you this amount of equity in our company yeah. of which the stock is worth a ton. And then, yes, yes, that is a lot of stock to give out, but like that basically could be made back by Microsoft because people are buying into their stock. Mm. You know, like they it's like not going to deserve them right. to to be selling stock at this rate. Like it's just that when two big companies are are managing stuff. They could set the number as high as they want to, and then figure out how to make that deal work. So that way, say, like, say taxes come along or something. Like maybe it behooves them to have a larger number, so that way they have a bigger well, write-off, like and, all kinds of stuff. And as part of the conversation about the the price, uh, one of the things you guys pointed out to me this morning that I didn't see was Cliff Blazinski's yeah. uh, comment on. He made a lot of good points this weekend. Right. The one the one industry person who yeah. vocally commented on the who's issue able to because he's not really in the industry anymore. Right? Well, yeah, he but is. who has? He's, has he is, but I he's mean, he's a you boss have, key now. You have a ton yeah. of games media people who. Aren't game developers, right? Who don't really know. They don't know the game development. The they they're not games. part of the business. Yeah. So what, they're what just they're just enthusiasts. He said a lot of he, really he smart basically stuff. was like, "This is not absurd." Yeah, like this is not an absurd. Your reaction is 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 kind of unwarranted because this is not an absurd deal for. And he even cited the getting their foot like getting their foot in the door as a horror franchise, which is now poised to go viral, like stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like he was pretty much. On point with a lot of these things. Yeah, I wonder if they had like projected sales numbers when with the amount. Like, we don't know what the number is, but yeah, like player data on PT. Yeah, they're like uh, PT was downloaded eight million times. They're gonna be like, holy shit! Like, we need to buy this. Well, it, it's also just a brand ambassador thing. Like, and and this plays into PT getting pulled from the PlayStation Store. So, imagine imagine Silent Hills becomes a YouTube phenomenon, and like PewDiePie and Markiplier and all the big YouTubers are playing it and Microsoft and Xbox branding are all over all of those videos, mm -hmm. that's a sort of like brand penetration that you pay a lot of money for because it's organic and really effective. That's a lot better than shelling out a shitload of money to buy ad space yeah. on X Games so, or something so like Regardless, that. with all that said, if they have the cash and they've got the equity, I, it becomes slightly more realistic that Microsoft could pay potentially a billion dollars with stock and other options. So. When you hear that number, you're like, that's way too much. But then when you kind of stop and think about it and go, oh, well, actually, that might work if they're buying the IP out 
outright, and they have now well, have a movie franchise also, and a video game series. Well, I saw a lot of places. Oh, you want to go? I was just gonna say really quick. Uh, let me go back to Saturday, the day after we reported on it, because that's when Phil Spencer. I, we didn't explicitly say what Phil Spencer said, which he said. Uh, you know, sorry, I don't want to mislead anybody. Sorry, this isn't true. That's what he tweeted. Uh, I, he said and this is untrue. Yeah, I believe. this is untrue. Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, and uh, I mean, like again, Microsoft has denied numerous things that have come true. Uh, I think this is something that I've, Phil Spencer wanted to quickly quiet as as, as you know fast as he could, uh, and that's that's what he tweeted. And it sort of put the whole story to rest mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of the internet. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say back to the the business side of things too. Um, a lot of people, I saw s- several websites doing a breakdown of other big big deals mm-hmm. in, like, media. And it was like, oh, well, Amazon bought Twitch for however much money. And uh, and then Minecraft paid, what was it, $2.5 for Mojang yeah. and yeah. Minecraft yep. and all that. So so there's all these big numbers, and they're like, Silent Hill doesn't fit in with these at all. The, the difference there is that those, those are big deals, but they also have to, like, they... They have costs. So when Amazon buys Twitch, they have to consider that they're going to have to operate Twitch yeah, now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily just we have an IP that we can do whatever we want to whenever we want. Like, it's it's different. It's not, it's, we are buying your facilities and your things, and this is and going to incur, employees. and this is going to incur cost upon us, and that must be factored into the price as well. And you're not doing any of that with Silent Hills. You're actually just buying a franchise. And then they can put whatever development team they have. And what's interesting interesting about that is if the game is 80% complete, like we reported, yeah. then they're basically buying a video game that's already done yeah. that they know will sell well. Here's, here's another so. thing about video games, by the way. Everyone played PT. That's the game engine, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the game engine. That's the lighting engine. That's everything. So also, if I saw people say, like, well, Norman Reedus hasn't said anything about doing, like, hard motion capture for the game. He's only done, like, facial scans and things like that. Yeah, but if it's a first-person game, like PT was, we don't know what it is, yeah, but it if would, it is... it would be cutscene material. If yeah. it is, then they don't need him for all that much. Also, right. so, yeah, the, the 80% complete figure was the other thing that a lot of people cited as, like, no way, no impossible. No way, yeah. So, a couple of things is that PT came out about a year ago at this point, and that means that a year ago, the engine was complete, the, like the the interface was complete, assuming that P, that Silent Hills is going to play like PT did. Um, all the technical stuff is done, mm-hmm. so it's just content creation and testing at that point. Yeah, and a year is a lot of time to do that. Yeah. Uh, so again, I can understand the skepticism, but to go from, I mean, let's rough estimate maybe forty fifty percent complete when PT released to eighty percent now is definitely not out of the realm of possibility. And then Norman Reedus, yeah, said, I haven't done any mocap for the game, but that was in December. He also did tweet out the thing. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, he tweeted out a fan site. And I, I don't, I'm, not, what, what I'm was... not here to presume that Norman Reedus knows about the... Same with, same with Guillermo del Toro. Like, he, his name was attached to it, yes, but, like, honestly, it's not like he's hanging over their shoulders as they're typing out code <laughs> and doing the, doing the testing of the game and stuff. Like, he's probably getting a phone call or in a meeting... Once or twice a month, looking yeah. over concept art and saying, "Does this look scary to you, Guillermo?" And he goes, "Yes, it is." And then they go, "All right, let's move on." <laughs> well, to like, me, it seemed very coincidental that Norman Reedus tweeted out that fan site about the whole, basically, like you know, bring back Silent Hills hashtags and stuff like that. It was like four hours after our story went up, um, and I and I thought that was sort of interesting because that fan site went up, I think, the day before. Like all that stuff hit at once, um, and I, I thought that was really a really interesting coincidence that. Maybe again. Maybe this is like the whole engine, uh, the, like I guess the games journalism engine firing up, <laughs> trying to uh, drum up, I guess, uh, hype for Silent Hills before E3. Because you know, if if Microsoft was going to reveal it at E3, then we might have stolen a little bit of their thunder. But since Phil Spencer tweeted back the next day and said, "No, no, no, don't worry about it," um, I think he can still. I think you can still do it at E3 or any or any other time oh, for that no, matter. I mean, we, we made a video that got like two hundred thousand views. Like, you know, that isn't that isn't that much. Yeah, no, it's, no, really it's not. not. Not it didn't get millions of views. Like, everyone like called it. Like, this isn't an iPhone leak. This is a very small story. I mean, that that's, that's the thing that kind of scares me about it is that like wasn't drumming that much controversy or interest online. Like, it had some because it was kind of like a weekend news story. Um, yeah, this game sucks. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I'm wondering if, like, just people aren't that interested in Silent Hill. Like, if it really isn't as big of a deal as Microsoft thinks it is. Well, but like Lawrence said, it's been a year. 
since the excitement of PT yeah. kind which of was huge. Which, which was, was big. Huge. And I know the games the games industry is excited about Silent Hills because we saw every oh, yeah. blog report on it. Sure. Well, but we, I mean we've seen this before. It's like Reddit what Reddit likes isn't gonna or you know what the internet <laughs> likes. You can be happy about the Serenity film all you want. It's still gonna bomb at the box office because of you fuckers won't get out of your you know, no one's gonna watch it. You'd rather just pirate it or not see it at all or wait for a free copy. Well, when was the last when was the last quote unquote I'm, I'm actually, good Silent sorry, Hill game, I was, Lawrence? I wasn't getting mad at the end, I was getting mad at people who I actually knew. Um, well, they talked about Serenity for years and then they didn't see it. Anyway, sorry. In terms of quality, um, probably nice. Still going. Uh, I didn't want anyone to get personally like offended. Like the last, last well-regarded Silent Hill game, when was it? Well, I really liked Shattered Memories, but nobody played that one. I would say like the last widely Widely appreciated talent was probably four, Which and that was on when? PlayStation Two. Okay, oh, so wow. that was so like, giant, so I like 2006. Giant bunny suit thing. What? That's why I think there's not a lot of love for it right now. And I think my feeling is is that the audience is probably primed for a total relaunch, reinvigoration of the series. Um, the the PT hype was huge, and I would also say that Microsoft was really savvy um, if they're if they are picking this up because horror games are. The most exciting like content to watch on YouTube yep. uh, when it when a good horror game comes along, um, and there's been this huge um, I won't even say resurgence in horror games because I'd say there really wasn't like a horror game movement at any point they were always just sort of dribbled out but now there's like I would say it started with Doom Three videos of people filming their friends when they would open this one locker and it spooked huh. them that was kind of where it started. But but my, I guess my point is that like now horror horror games are a genre that they weren't even I'd say five years ago, like the the like Slender, quantity Slenderman and Amnesia five and Outlast and Five Nights at Freddy's and, yeah the, all those the the scare cam yeah. right mm-hmm. right, 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 yeah. right yeah it's basically MTV's Fear but with video games so I mean that's my response to well is the audience even interested I think if it's a good product if it's really cool it's and it hits the right way um, then yeah. Obviously, people will be interested in it because, like, they're interested in all these dumb indie games that they've never heard of before. Yeah, oh, that's true. Uh, the, the more I thought about this idea, I think Lawrence and I sort of talked about it, and whether or not we talked ourselves into it or whatever, we both thought it made a lot of sense. And I, speaking from my personal perspective, when I I've worked for large companies like Comcast and AOL and things like that, and the decisions that came from on high never made any sense to me. I was always like, what the fuck are they thinking? Like, yeah. what are they doing? Yeah. This happened all the time when I worked for large companies. I mean, it still happens for smaller companies, too. But uh, this kind of thing isn't out of the realm of possibility just because you don't get it. Just because you personally don't understand it doesn't mean that there isn't, like, you know, 40 lawyers and 50 very experienced businessmen well, thinking I, over this I would also say for that months. For, the, like, for the Sony people that are really upset about it, it'll never happen. Like, you are the reason... The exclusivity exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah. Because of people like you who say, Oof. "Oh my God, well, you're gonna get- just no." Just this verbiage is probably gonna really upset people. Well, I mean, look, you're triggering someone. Joel. Wait, what Joel's saying is the same if, it, if the roles were flipped. <laughs> well, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I'm nothing. It's PS uh, PlayStation oh, fanboys yeah. or or Xbox fanboys. Pony, pony. The reason that exclusivity exists is that so people who are really invested in a franchise who fucking love it and will do anything to play it will say, "Fucking hell." Like, I gotta buy I this thing. I didn't think I was gonna have to do it. Now I have to fucking buy an Xbox to play this game. People, people saw, were saying we saw, that about PS4. Yeah, we saw a lot of comments. Well, we saw a lot of comments yeah. on our episode. Like, I bought a PS4 for, for PT. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, well. I'm like, now I gotta buy an Xbox. <laughs> well, not yet. You know, give it some time. Uh, I guess, uh, kind of my my personal my last final thought on this topic is I'm kind of fascinated at some of the anger that that came out of because we reported on it. It's so strange because. To me, like I've been, I've been doing gaming news for a very long time, and there used to be a lot of news, but uh, game companies have gotten very good about managing messaging. Mm-hmm. Basically, they just squash all of their employees all the time. You cannot say anything or be thought of as speaking for the company ever. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies even have NDAs, like they're not allowed to have uh, social media accounts and things like that. So things just aren't said anymore. There's not a lot to talk about. Do you think it's for better? Or for, well, I just uh, yeah, for better or worse is, is really not my purview, but. It's really interesting to me that people would get so mad given that we did exactly what a lot of people want people in our position to do. We learned some interesting information, some information that I would think a lot of gamers would want to know about. It came from a source that we trusted and we relayed that to the audience right. in, in the most accurate way we possibly could. And yet still there was a lot of anger and I think, I think the emotional side of it is people that don't want to get their hopes up about something that may not happen. But then it gets reworded as like, oh, you're just manipulating us, you're just making up information, and we haven't done that, so we're it's kind not, of weird. That- we're not that creative, honestly. Like, <laughs> that's not a story I could make up, honestly. 
and and when you know that came to us, I remember sitting there going, "Oh wow, that actually makes sense." Yeah. And it's that sort of thing where fast forward a year from now, and let's say Sony or Microsoft buys Silent Hills, someone's gonna go, "Well, of course they did." Yeah, <laughs> everyone like, knew they were. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course, Hitler was gonna invade Poland. We saw that coming from a mile away. And what's really funny is when I first heard it, uh, I was just sort of like, well, I guess it's, this is sort of small news. Like, I didn't think it was a big deal. I, I was like, cool, we'll put it out there, you know, see what the response is and move on with our lives. Yeah. I did not expect the response that, that we got. I didn't expect all the anger and, and like, bullshit mentality. I expected just sort of like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, when I see reactions where like, we can't trust you, it's like, we, we said, don't trust us. Like, yeah. we said it in the video. We said, this is a rumor. Don't get too excited. Um... This is the information relaying it to you. Take it with a giant grain of salt, please. Like that that's in the video. And I, I don't know, I guess people just want to believe. I think a lot of people didn't watch the video. And that like shouldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, shouldn't yeah. be surprising at this point, but a lot of people <laughs> were like, like, you guys are shit. And, and I replied to a lot of these people saying, listen, we told you exactly the situation, and we cautioned you specifically to be skeptical of this information. And then they were like, oh. Okay. Like <laughs> So I yeah I think I, I think the headline got out there because it's a really it's a really spicy headline and then people just got mad at us for saying it was true. Toasty. Yeah, spicy toasty. like Joel. Toasty. Yeah, yeah. Either way, I, I yeah I'm I'm as someone who's just kind of generally interested in what PT was and what the future of Silent Hills is. Um, I just hope something gets announced at E3. I'm never of the mind that you can convince anybody of anything online. Sure. Honestly, yeah, that's true. I, I'm much more of the like, at least in our jobs. I'm much more of the um, mindset of. Let's present the information. They're totally not going to agree with it. And then, if we're right in eight months, we'll be able to say, We were wrong. Oh, we were right. And yeah. if we were wrong and it never happens, then we will absolutely probably issue a retraction. And I was gonna say, as we oh, do. Totally. And if somebody decides to, I mean, like, the, the interesting thing about this, before we reported it, we talked about how when we report it, this could actually change the deal. Mm. Like, this could change the terms of the deal that was going on at the very moment. You know what I mean? Who knows? So, like, we might have changed the course of what that was going to what that was going to be. Sorry. Um, we observed um, light moving in both a particle, uh, wait, because of how we observed light, it decided to be a particle or waveform. Is that how it goes? I don't know what Words? you're talking uh, about. Well, if you're, I mean, if you're talking about quantum mechanics, which does influence how light behaves, it's, it's the principle of you can either know where it is or where it's going, but you can never know both at the same time. Right, but I... What's happening? Oh, well, never mind. This light is, is a particle and a wave? It's a particle and a yeah. wave at the same time, but you can't see it in both states at the same time, so you can yeah. only see it oh, in one I, state. I, I, and, and by observing it... I, it, see, it, it I see what you're saying, yeah. state yes. How you doing, James? I wish my amiibo didn't break Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went my amiibo would break a hand. Well... Okay. I guess, I guess I, I'm assuming we hit everything there, so... I, I think the I big know. takeaway from all of this is, is I, and I don't think this is for the people who are watching it, I don't think are really these people, but a lot of the, the uh, people who flew in and said, how dare you say something like this? This is just an attention grab. I hope that for you, this is a clear indication that it wasn't an, a unthought through yeah. attention grab. It was a methodically decided upon, totally justified, um, using our logic, right? And I think which pretty sound logic um, Eventually. to to <laughs> justify our reasoning for putting a, a rumor out there. Well, we also know? sat on this story for a couple days. This wasn't like it came in and then an hour later we're like, let's do it! Like, yeah. we knew about it. And I actually, we were talking about it and I almost, I mean, I suggested at the beginning that we maybe even hold it till Monday. Yeah, so no, talk about it a little bit longer. Yeah, but, but I, we were very surprised at the response. Uh, All right. Regardless, our feelings are not hurt. I, hopefully, nah. it doesn't sound like we're like whining about how no, people no, no. are mad at us. I don't care. No, <laughs> we're on the internet. We're used to this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's no, just it's I, just I puzzling. It's just, it's just clarity. Yeah, clarity for clarity's sake. It's we did a thing. This is why we did a thing, and we are not creative nor smart enough to create or manifest fake news. I think Adam's calling us dumb. Yeah. What? Uh. No. <laughs> I'm just saying we we're pretty straightforward when we cover the news. We're like, yeah, what right. are the facts? What are this like? We do a surprising amount of fact checking, and uh, instead of just you know spewing things out there, like my my biggest problem with blogs for the longest time was it's just copy and paste. And so instead of getting the one news story I want, I'm getting twelve different versions of it. And the repost usually has misleading information. You have to go down the rabbit hole like six posts later of all the via 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 via, and then you'll finally get the actual yeah. correct information. Yeah. I don't like that. So yeah. like, in in a way, we kind of do that. So I'm actually. Very grateful for the amount of work that Lawrence and Bruce do that 
get all of the facts right, typically. And when we're wrong, we'll do the retraction. No, we and we'll get the information correct. It's usually with modders' names and stuff like that. But um, You guys are really good at that. Oh, thank you. We'll yeah. see what happens at I, E3. I just sit there and read words. And we'll still, we'll yeah, see fingers, what cr- fingers crossed something happens with that game. I would yeah, love right? something to happen, because Konami's doing weird shit right now. And then just to make it extra pandering, uh, I, th- I think ultimately the reason we want to explain ourselves is that we, we understand the value of trust when it comes to the audience. Um, and we don't want to make, we don't want to seem like, like Adam was saying, that we just invented something for the sake of inventing it. We want you guys to believe that when we relate something that we've put some thought behind it and because we, you know, we want you guys to trust us. Because we know you're not going to watch some guys bullshit about stuff and if you don't trust them or respect their opinions or respect the work they do. So, exactly. uh, we wanted to make sure that at least our motivations were conveyed accurately. On that note... Uh, one thing else you want to make sure accuracy is involved in is your shave! Nice job! That was really good. Was it? I don't know about that. I thought so. So this episode of Dude Soup is sponsored by Harry's, uh, which offers a limited edition Father's Day set. Comes in a sleek box with a customizable card, so you can order it for the father in your life, even if that might be you. Joel, don't interrupt. (laughs) I I can even gasp and wonder. You can gasp. No, no, no. You can even personalize the razor. Uh, you can get both razor and razor stand engraved for dad with his initials. <gasps> uh, the giftable set includes includes a chrome Winston handle, three of Harry's high quality German engineered blades, a bottle of shaving cream or foaming gel, and Harry's new razor stand. Shipped straight to your door. Stress it's a stress free way to give a great gift this year with no lines and no hassle. Just go to Harry's.com and use our code DUDE. For five dollars off, uh, Joel has yeah. used the razors extensively. What is your experience with those, Joel? Yeah, you can talk. All right. Uh, I did not know we were recording the podcast this morning. I shaved with my Harry's this morning. Whoa! How does it look? Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it looks that's pretty, pretty good. That's pretty nice. Uh, I, 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 I've said it before. I really love it. The blades are great. The handle's got a nice weight, and I really like the aftershave lotion. Um, <laughs> what I surprise you guys is let you know that I also shaved. <coughs> Where? My neck. See. Oh. I had a neck beard and I actually used it. I did the, the shave. God, you guys have you guys have indomitable testosterone, Joel. You shaved like what? Six hours ago? Eight hours ago? Yeah, no, there it is. Yeah. I can already hear him rubbing his chin. Oh yeah, it grows fast. <laughs> it's crazy. Feels good though. It's smooth though. See, no neck beard. So I'll say that I ordered I ordered some shaving cream online. It was highly rated, sandalwood scented. I thought, yes, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna live the life. But it's so thick, it's one of those that, like, when you shave a little bit with it, it gums up all the razor stuff. It you have to gums up the weight! Yeah. You're interrupting. You gotta bang it on the sink to get it all knocked out. But then I used the, uh, Harry's shaving gel, and it washed right out. <laughs> made my, made my shave clean, efficient, and fast. So That's thank good. you, Harry's. Uh, so once again, that's harrys.com, and use our code DUDE, D-U-D-E, for $5 off your Father's Day set. So thank you, Harry's, for sponsoring us, and... Hopefully, you viewer ha- will latch onto this ability to show your father the respect he deserves in an easy way. Lawrence, when you use old timey phrases like that, I will require you to use an old timey man voice. <laughs> what old time? What did I? What it did depends I, on what you're complaining about. That's son. old time. That's like a. That's a. I don't know. What did, when did I say an old timey? Almost thing? grandpa. Comes up the oh, works. Oh, I see. <laughs> Comes up the works. Sorry. That oh, was a prospector voice. That's weird. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. My. My mind just kind of spazzes out and latches onto whatever word it can find in the moment of panic why, when why I realize I don't. Why did we pick this game, by the way? No, I don't. I'm saying Who uh, this Blades game? or Lawrence did. I, I, I what else say, is there? I'm getting pretty frustrated watching Adam play this. Play game. something else. Play it. Yeah, here. I want nothing to do with this because I'm trying to engage in a conversation, James. You have well, to you have to kill all the generals around a city and then do something to capture it. I don't remember what. I think I think it's fun to watch. This game's really old. Well, also, I, it looked like Adam was trying to play it like running out of time. Zelda. Hmm. Yeah. Except that it's like there's a time. Yeah. Time so battle. you so whenever you engage oh, in a, whenever you engage That's in a, all those bars are on the yeah. bottom right. I can barely see so there's and then, mics and, then you and shit can in the way. Swap into a different system. Yeah, you can swap into a different unit okay. which has a rock paper scissors. Uh, well, fuck enemy me defeated. for thinking this was I like hit the Dynasty button twice. Warriors, right? Enemy defeated. I, so, I don't know what you're doing either. Look, to be fair to Adam, I have no idea. So uh, basically, you will engage in a scenario, and that scenario will have a win condition, and then you fight on this map, and then. It might be like, defeat so many generals, capture so many cities. So yeah. anyway, that's how you play this game, let's move on. Yeah, please. Here's the other other rumor that we didn't start. It actually was started by a respectable <laughs> Japanese outlet, is that uh, Nintendo's next console will run on Android. Is uh Which is a cool thing, and it's also another topic that I think warrants a good amount of conversation. It's, at this point, fairly baseless. It's just some guy said it. 
Uh, is anybody freaking out about this? No, rumor? they're not. All the blogs are reporting on it. Because, like, I mean, e- and here, because this is the other thing. It's even if, charged, right? I was going to say, even if it proves to be true, eh. Yeah, so. Like, who really cares? And you get a Nintendo box that plays different games again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for us, because, like, we're, you know, I think everyone here is an Android user except for Spool. We're all kind of like, cool. I, like, I just got a Chromecast last weekend. Like, I love everything Android and Google related. So, I'm like, huzzah. So, uh. I guess I guess one of the one of the things that I or one of the opportunities I wanted to grab onto now that we've got some time, and now that I've seen people discuss this, is that it seems a lot of people don't quite know what an operating system is. Uh, people talk about Android as though it is synonymous with phones or mobile. It's not. Uh, and in as much as Windows is synonymous with desktops, which actually a lot of people do think that anyway. No, I think of it as my Surface RT tablet. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to try not to crap. interrupt a lot because I, I, I don't know a lot of the technical stuff. And that is my way of saying, try to make this as approachable to idiots like sure me. Sure thing, Joel. As you can. So here, do, here Professor Let's Lawrence see. is going to explain. Yeah, I'm curious to see if this works. And Bruce, uh, you can hop in here too because okay. I, know, I know you're familiar with this. All but right. All right, here's the deal. An operating system, it's not the UI, although that's part of it. Uh, an operating system is just a way for you to utilize a piece of hardware's potential, basically. So you've got the metal, right? You got, got it, Joel? You, all right. Oh, you got Nag- Nagin, real stupid. You got all the little chips, and the chips do all the math that you like. Uh-huh. The mm-hmm. chips draw the peoples. Uh, they play porn for you. Except those chips don't do that by itself. You have to give it instructions. Right. Um, and if you were to do it manually, you'd basically be putting cards into a giant machine and pulling levers and mm. operating like a really old-timey computer. An operating system basically schedules a bunch of tasks for you and interprets the things that you want it to do and then decides how that's going to happen. Does that make sense? That totally makes all sense. Right, I'm on board. So, Joel, you're going to... What makes Android so special? Uh, nothing. Nothing at oh, all. Yeah, it's open source. It's open source. That, that's one thing that makes it special. But so is Linux. Yeah, so, nobody is so is Linux. So is Unix. Well, Android's consoles. coded by, by Google, and, every, and the, you know, the other ones are not. Well, and, and Android is also the world's most popular OS. It is running on the most devices right now. Mm-hmm. And that's thanks to uh, phone hardware. It's a variation of Linux, right? Uh, yeah, it's 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 a fork of Linux basically, but okay. on, honestly, it goes back to Unix and even Windows right. is a fork of, fork of Unix at this point yeah. after the NT kernel. That's some nerd shit. Anyway, <laughs> the point is that uh, that layer, that software layer where operating systems run, is not dependent on anything above or below it. Um, well, it is to a degree, but essentially, you can have you can have Android running on a phone, you can have Android running on a desktop, you can have Android running on a refrigerator. Uh, all it does is parcel out the hardware. And schedule tasks and things like that. So that's a way for you, again, for me, the idiot, that's a way of you saying, Nintendo's not going to look like your phone looks. No, no, I, I had it described it this way. This, oh, this okay, way here up. we go. So, at the very top of your device, let's say it's your phone, uh, it's what you see. Mm-hmm. The pictures and stuff and, like, yeah. what you're touching. The shell. In the middle is the operating system, mm-hmm. and below that is the hardware. It's like the so, Earth's crust. Right. So, like, this for the Nintendo yeah. NX. Or delicious pie. The Nintendo NX would be, at the top, would be pictures and Nintendo icons that yeah, you can play. In the middle would be Android. Mm-hmm. At the bottom would be the hardware. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's the way this, I had to describe it. Yeah, this goes down to uh, fragmentation. So, yeah. like, James has the LG G3. Mm-hmm. That has a variation of Android on it. It's a customized version, skinned uh, by LG. Uh, Bruce and actually all you guys, we all of us, the rest of us, we have Nexus devices. That is stock Android. That is the base version that you start with. Um, I, I guess NX. Wow. I'm burping was, a lot. I'm sorry. That was a rough one. <laughs> well, yeah. NX. It sounds I like, coughed in the middle of Joel talking, so I had to swallow a bunch of air to keep. <laughs> so it sounds like NX would have a a variation of Android similar to what LG does or sure. Samsung does, where they skin it. They're all kind of moving more towards vanilla Android because it's good now. Uh, especially yeah, with right. the, you know, ever since uh, ICS 4.0, like, Andrew doesn't look like shit. Ugh, it's all named after yes. fruits and stuff and desserts. Um, regardless, though, which it's good because from all of our experiences, Android's very stable now and it's very pretty. Uh, it usually seems to be dependent on the hardware. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. usually where it falters. So, um, to, to extend what you were saying, Adam, uh, listener, you might be asking yourself, okay. Or Joel. Uh, why does Android matter and what difference would it make? Um, the, basically the difference is, the idea is, let's say I make a piece of software and I de- design it to run on Android, which means Android exposes a certain amount of functionality to me, so Android says, hey, program, if you want the time, call this particular function, and then I'll get the time for you. Mm-hmm. 
And the idea is that Android then knows how to get the time from this CPU and that CPU and that CPU. And no matter what CPU it's running on, you as a developer can say, Android give me the time, and Android will give you the time no matter what it's running on. The idea being then that if Nintendo's hardware were to run on Android, a game you develop for a phone could then just run on Nintendo's hardware as well. Mm -hmm. Maybe not necessarily so universal because that not necessarily implied, but the idea is that if you are a developer who has made something on Android in the past, mm -hmm. you can then work on Nintendo's console and have a huge head start about how to get the time, or how to draw geometry, or how to do shadowing, or any number of other basic things that you'd have to relearn if you're just doing it on Nintendo's proprietary bullshit. Well, I was going to say, this kind of goes back to what Nintendo was talking about, of becoming more, having more unity yes, in their yeah. OSs, because they have a big handheld division, they have a big uh, living room division on the Oh, I wrote consoles. this down, was it? Um, Oh yeah, there is that quote. But um, no, not quote. Hold on. There's, there's well, then, Adam's greater theory of convergence. That's what I'm calling. Oh it. yeah. Well, and then also Bruce, if you remember, we did cover the NX a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the patent showed that the console yep. and the handheld was the same thing. Right, right. It was so, like detachable, and you could you could connect to something in your house. Or yeah. Take it with you or whatever. Now all the pieces are starting to come together. Right. Of like, oh okay. What if your 3DS was just a controller? Which it can be sometimes. Yeah, but Smash. It, but yeah, I think, and you kind of seen that with the Wii U, where it's like, okay, controller, giant screen, but it can't leave the living room. Now it's going to start making more sense that this is just an extension of that, and it's going to run all the same OS. I think that might be the biggest problem with a 3DS to Wii U, is a different operating system. The way I think about it is, true. for example, the controller, or the, the Wii U right now has got the giant screen with the buttons on the side of it. Mm -hmm. That's basically gonna, going to be their 3DS and then you can use that to control your console at home, the NX, or take it with you, and then it'll be the 3DS, both of which are running on Android. Mm. The, uh, and I, I think probably you'll have to pay a little extra whatever for the 3DS controller for your NX, because then you can take that with you and it's got mobile games on it from DNA or whatever. Um, I think that's sort of the way Nintendo is imagining it. Whether or not it's going to shape up to be that, who knows. But that's, that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, and the number one thing that, that, to me, that sounds like they're using Android for, and Lawrence brought all this up in uh, the show today, was that they wanted all of the Android developers to start developing games for Nintendo. That was important to them, that there are like almost like hundreds of thousands of Android developers out there just waiting to develop games that could be run on a Nintendo. Yeah, so. and what I, what, how I see this factoring into Nintendo's weird, bizarre way of doing business is that something about the NX hardware will still make software exclusive to that platform. Oof. Um, so, you know, there will be some weird, like, maybe not a motion thing, but, yeah, like some kind of controller interface that basically means you can put Candy Crush on this if you want, but if you want to make a Nintendo game, you should utilize this feature of the console that makes games different somehow. It, it's kind of funny, though, because we are almost describing the Ouya exactly. Yeah. Uh, because it is an Android box, and it hooks up to your TV, and it's got its own peripherals and all this stuff. Um, but to buy games, you have to go through the Ouya store, yeah. whereas the Play Store is right over here and has hundreds of thousands of games and all the software that is completely ignored because Ouya wanted to do its own thing. Nintendo probably has a, a you know obviously a better back catalog than Ouya, but um, wow. ideally, I, this is Maybe. it's it's one of the only times where I'm saying like the Ouya is a great uh, is great because it failed for Nintendo to succeed. Hmm. Hopefully, that, I'm being positive it. about so Joel, it. Also, the Ouya hundred dollars so that Nintendo could succeed later. Yeah, so on. basically, I'm a Nintendo stockholder. Well, the, you're saying. <laughs> you did it. Well, uh, I mean, I think you guys are kind of hitting on the big deal there, which is the Ouya's hardware was garbage. Um, <laughs> Not really. I mean, it, well, it, it was just no. A, it was pretty. Flimsy. It was a piece of shit. Of, I mean, piece of shit phone. Yeah, it was a really was. bad Android device. I mean, it was like a one laptop per child sort of. It was like a Chromebook. Yeah, basically. I mean, <laughs> it, it was hundred bucks. Now. So but, <laughs> I'm just saying it was low. It couldn't play. You know, it's not really meant for playing games. But uh, I mean, like the Dreamcast ran on Windows. That's something that, like like a lot of people don't really remember. Did it really? Oh yeah, it ran on Windows CE, a, a, a customized fork of Windows CE. So Weird. it's. It's it like using an existing OS to power a games machine. You're already doing that. That happens all the time. And like Steam OS is another example. Like the operating system is divorced from the hardware. So Nintendo could, and they're actually pretty good at making efficient small hardware. And then Android's just an interpretation layer that just makes it so a lot of people can actually develop for the damn thing instead of a, like a non-documented, customized operating system that they write themselves. So. Not only does Nintendo not have to write their own software, but developers now don't have to relearn software. It, it just it cuts a lot of corners, and it just makes sense. It, it seems like they'll, they'll be succeeding where also, I think, Microsoft failed and dropped the ball. They had the Kinect, and they didn't, and they have Windows, and then just no one wants to develop for it. 
Whereas you could have made like fart apps for like 35 cents. Yeah. That would have worked well with a Kinect, but they were like, no, 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 no. We want fighting games. And AAA is like, no one wants that crap. <laughs> like, you should have really simple, like, it should just make your face fat and you charge a buck for it. <laughs> That's all they want. That, that would have sold. There that were a lot of weird fine. things like that for 3DS and DS, actually. Like for DSi, when they had all those weird downloads, they were like, you're like, here's a notebook app for a dollar. Yeah. But the, but the, get it and down, write down your notes or something. So the Nintendo eShop's garbage, and when yeah. you download stuff, it's like, your blocks are almost dying. Yeah. Like, this is. What year do we live in? Joel, are you bored? You okay? No, I'm good. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just just to drive, just to put a fine point on it, Android does not mean phone, it does not mean mobile, and it doesn't mean, like, underpowered. All those things are divorced from Android, which simply just means that, like, a lot of people would know how to make games for it, which is a pretty good thing. And actually, uh... Even you! Yeah, I mean... One. Are you pointing at Joel? Yeah, Joel, make a game. I did a little Googling around, um, the Unreal Engine, Unity, and CryEngine all already run on Android. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if, shit. if the NX has a, a universal wow. implementation of Android on it, you can just plop, uh, Unreal on it, and it'll work. That's... That's the that's the magic of using universal and operating systems. If the hardware can actually keep up with it, that's uh, the other thing. Yeah, yeah. if the hardware is like if the hardware is good enough, it can run whatever. Yeah, it'd be nice to see uh, Nintendo not playing catch up for once. It'd be kind of cool if they could like at least be on an even playing field. Well, so it's weird, right? Because Nintendo makes a point of saying we don't like Microsoft and Sony have a handle on third party ports of AAA games, mm -hmm. and I think Nintendo understands that they need those, but that's that's not their focus. If that makes sense, they want to. They obviously want to offer. Well, they like the first party titles. Yeah. Well, what what they want is they want third party software developers to make software for their hardware that exclusively utilizes their hardware. So they basically want to own it all, which is interesting. I don't know if they're ever going to again, but I was first, Adam. Man, it's a stalemate though. Look at France. I can't. I can't control the other soldiers in my army. Should be able to. I'm not. I don't have that. I don't have the command of this entire army. You know. You have the command if you have the confidence. So one. Yeah, I was first. Pretty confident. Man, one final point is that if Nintendo hardware typically comes out in five to six year cycles. And at this point, um, we're looking at new hardware in 2017. 2017, Joel, you ready? Joel, you did it. You ready? Well, the no. Wii U is a freaking no. joke and didn't sell well, so. And I own one. It sold okay in the beginning. Not compared to the Wii. I mean, oh, well, yeah. Sales also pick up when Smash Bros. came out. Yeah, they check. A good amount. Yeah, they picked check. up, but. Yeah, they, they need to go the PlayStation route. Basically, make a strong piece of hardware that is affordable and that people want and doesn't confuse people like CNN. Aww. When you show them controller and, like, so this is a new controller for the Wii. It's like, no, 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 it's all new console. Explain again? What? Yeah, yeah. they were, I don't know, either way. And it's the same thing we've been saying for a long time, or at least I've been screaming, is that it's all about convergence. And a game company adopting Android, just, you know, a big company like Nintendo, if they were to adopt it, it just, it proves the theory that everything, your tablet, your console, they're all going to become the same thing eventually. Oh. Um, and the cloud and all that stuff, so get used to it. I mean, it, yeah, we're essentially, it's, it's so hard for people to wrap their minds around now, but... It's really, it's really yeah, like movies or any other form of entertainment. You can watch a movie on almost any device, and it's made that way to encourage consumption. Um, it's going to be that way for games eventually too. Like you will, you will pay the service provider to access the game that they have on their service, but you can access that service from any number of devices. Why, why Nintendo doesn't do a five to fifteen dollar a month program uh, where you just access their entire library? God damn it! The back catalog. I, I do not know. Why I, they well, do I, the. I have to trust that they've run the studies and they're probably earning more selling a la carte to people. Maybe. And my guess is they don't... They're, they're a lot like Apple where they don't want... They're just <laughs> running around the castle. Um, they, don't, they don't want people to have a bad experience uh, I think that's it, with yeah. their old games on the Wii U controller or whatever because it's not mapped. You know, who knows? Yeah. They don't like that. So it's like the same with Apple where Apple sure. doesn't want people to use you know the, a really old iOS because their phone will be really slow. Meanwhile, same, people same are putting NES emulators on their Amazon Fire TVs. That's a really good point. Uh, and absolutely. playing their, their games for free because... On like a shitty touch screen yeah. and it's all laggy. And absolutely. You can download their entire library on NES within like... Four megabytes, but Nintendo doesn't see those people because they're yeah. such a small percentage of you know the general population they're selling Ooh. to. So. Field ham, nice. Anyway, cool. GG Nintendo. Yeah, so there's another true. rumor we talked about for a half an hour. <laughs> uh, I hope that one's true. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah. It would. Uh, I'm. I've gotten tired of seeing Nintendo be like an old grandpa. He's like, I still got Pokemon. You're like, <laughs> ah, damn it! All right. I mean, at the end of the day, they know their audience and they know how to sell to them. But at the same time, that's the they, other thing. Yeah, they've been profitable for every quarter except one in the last thirty years. All right, but, to, to wrap this up. Yeah. Yes. Well, all right. I, I, give me. I have two questions. Two questions. 
how does this affect the consumer? Uh huh. And why is it exciting? Like, why are you excited about it? If it's just gonna be Nintendo. How does it affect the consumer? You will have more games on your Nintendo system. All right, it's a good answer. There you go. And what was the other one question? I guess that's also why it's exciting. Why? Well, why is it good for the consumer? Yeah. I, I would say because Android is a, a tested, a a very good and tested operating system, and it has a lot of potential. And I'm excited to see a big company adopt it. Um, that makes that is in only non, focused on in games. Like a new, in a new way. Yeah, yeah, I would like way. to see Nintendo take exciting. on Android. That's like, interesting and exciting. I'm really not excited to be like, what's Samsung going to do this year with Android? Because they always skin it and they kind of just do their own thing. And it's like, wow, their settings look different. I don't care. Like, yeah. they made the camera cool. Fine. It's like a game company adopting it, like a real game company, not Ouya. Uh, like, no, whatever. I mean, <laughs> I, Nintendo's an actual <laughs> real company. So, so, oh, my God. Ouya, dude, just like, he walked out of his... He walked out of his... Alcoholics Anonymous, he got his coin, and then he just like started listening to Dude Soup Con- He just flicked it in the gutter and walked right into a bar. Um, That's you, Adam. You did that. Oh, sorry. And then finally, I'd also like to say, I'm, I would say that I'm about 85% as dumb as I was during those questions. I knew some of the answers, but okay. I wanted to make sure that the conversation wasn't too technical. I'm an idiot. Oh. I'm a real idiot. But I'm not as 100% stupid as I probably came across there, okay. hopefully. So Joel wants 100%. to make sure that you know he's smarter than he sounded. Yeah, yes. that's exactly what he's telling me. You have an Which means he's not very smart. smart. <laughs> yes, a, I was! He bought an Nexus 6 because of me. Oh, we kill that guy. You're going to get the base I, I if you kill him. I need my, I need my powers back, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you're waiting for your cooldowns. I bought yeah. an Nexus 6 because that was a new, new cool Cooldowns hotness. take a really long that time. my new hotness. So, everybody else. Okay, okay, bring it back. Bring what, it back. I, what I think is pretty exciting to think about is... Sword Wave! Sword Wave's pretty exciting. So if Nintendo's device runs some implementation of Android... It is conceivable that Android oh, could become a desktop operating system rivaling Microsoft in terms of I, gaming. I think that's that's ultimately Google. 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 <laughs> Google. Google. I'm getting tired. Uh, Google's plan is oh, they, of course. Want, they want to be in everything that you own, um, and they're doing it. Pretty, yeah. I mean, look at Project Fi. Like, yeah. they're your carrier now. Yep. Um, and pretty soon they're going to be your internet, they're going to be a TV, your game I got console. an invite today. Yay! Yeah. God damn it. You're going to have so much phone. money, James. <laughs> it doesn't I don't work think I'm going to do God, it. God, you open the email, I'm going to just shut out your monitor explain, right in your pocket. Explain your theory. How does it work? How do you make money off of Google Phone? Because I'm paying less, no matter what. Right, so over sure. time, he is not spending as much. Right, as that's not the same as making money. It's just <laughs> that's your, profit. The, that's the pure flow profit. of red ink going out of your pocket is a little. I'm less, making yeah. money. Google's putting money you in my heard pocket. Of money. Thank you, Google. That's mine. <laughs> Google's putting money in my. <laughs> They're pocket. paying me to use this phone. It's great. How are we doing here? What are you checking? What are you checking? Watch not been an hour yet. The time man's here. Calm down. Man. Take, still gotta talk about this game for some. I'm reason. gonna fucking get this base commander. All right, First, well, a mount smasher! Oh, nice. nice! Nice! Coiny. Hold on, I got it. Oh, I did it. You're enjoying this audio, Are you listeners? Privateer? Uh, I don't know. Are you a mercenary for oh, hire? I took this base, um, though. So here's another interesting headline in reference uh, to the last story. Uh, I saw today, or actually it was yesterday, sorry. Man. NVIDIA... <laughs> man! Man. Here, take you this impossible game that I just beat back. Oh, Adam. Here, I'll play it. Adam doesn't want to play okay. video games. I don't like this game. Oh. Well, sometimes you don't like things you don't understand. I, Adam's not I'm a scholar really, of history. I really hope like, you impress uh, somebody Lawrence. today. I really do. I impressed Lawrence. I'm uh, impressed. Bruce got Bruce got excited a little bit there. You got, you got a new base. book. Uh, you can you can I got, I got a new book. Look, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, NVIDIA, um, so I'll just read the, the lead here. NVIDIA is expanding its suite of GameWorks tools with the addition of Android Works, which it says will help unshackled developers from the constraints of Android Software Development Kit and unleash the power found in Android devices. Basically, NVIDIA hmm. is now putting out middleware to help the Android OS be more gaming-centric. Well, you know why, right? I don't, they just They just put out their Shield, their new version That's of the right. Shield. Oh, yeah. um, if you've been keeping any sort of tabs on NVIDIA, you're I as have. confused as I am, uh, because they have three different Shields, and they're all three different devices. It's very annoying. I own one of them. I have the tablet. Before that, it was the controller with the yeah, screen that Yeah, that one looked kind of dumb. And now the next one is basically a... Uh, Capture a, Romaine. It's a setup box, basically. Where is it's Romaine? A little, it's like a Roku. Is it the one at the top, the glowing one? Uh, maybe. That one's really gonna be tough. You'd have to come up with a title that's really interesting for this episode of Dude Soup, Bruce. Oh, it'll be Silent Hill. Swordstorm! Silent Hill's related or something. Swordstorm and Energy yeah. Shield! Uh, regardless, it sounds like yeah. NVIDIA's... I, I'm kind of considering getting that thing, mm. um, because I, like I said, I, 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 I messed around with the Chromecast. So, hold right here. Um, and it's good. And apparently... Ah, fuck it, let him talk. 
three. I don't know. I'm moving away from the microphone. Yeah. I think I think I two mics on your face. I don't know. I think I think this news is particularly exciting because for the first time in I want to say about twenty years, it is feasible to consider that an OS other than one made by Microsoft might be a good solution for gaming. And yes, you Linux guys can yell at me. People that like Blizzard games can say Mac is good. Whatever, man. What? Oh, yeah. That's uh, fine I, if you don't want any PC I games. I like Blizzard games, and, and I played on Mac for five years, and I hated myself. There you go. Good job. I grew up playing Mac games. It was misery. There, see? Good. Yeah. You I, I had Day of the Tentacle, Sam and Max at the Road, and maybe SimCity. That was it. It was, Mac, it was horrible life. A computer for gaming. No, it's not. Oh. Don't ever consider that. Go get Alan. Spool, would you install Android if it were free? On my iPhone? Nope. Oh, on your desktop. Mm, Windows 10 is going to be free, though. If you have to own a previous version of Windows, I guess you already do, huh? Yeah. All right, well. Not, not that I promote it in any way, but you heard about the piracy thing, too, right? Yeah, even if you even if you pirate it, you get a copy for free, right? It's crazy. Well, this is competition. Like, uh, Microsoft's not dumb. They can see the moves that Google, are, Google is making. Yeah. And they're like, well, shit, okay, we have to give it away to keep it on people's PCs, and that's awesome. Like, it's a, it's awesome from our perspective. Also, they have to compete with Google. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, Lawrence, I would try it if it seemed like it was worth it. All right. Yeah. So you would delete? You'd set up a partition? Operating system oh, all right. Next, uh, you can set up a Shrink your partition. Do a dual install. I press X. All right, so finally... To round out, here's a topic I am actually pretty salty about. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Thank you, Adam. Uh, You're welcome. I, watch out for that, Adam. <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen, and I don't care. That's gonna sound real bad on the So, uh, this, this is kind of a trend I've seen in games writing and games media for a while. Just, just like the... The self-imposed, like, jaded, just-so-over-it nature of games coverage. Uh, no. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Mr. Colin Campbell over at Polygon ah. wrote a Rock Band 4 preview in which he spent the entire time saying just how over Rock Band 4 he was. Uh. <laughs> James, I wanna I wanna read I wanna read a, a paragraph to you. Okay, I'm gonna love it. And I, I want you to express yourself. Can via... I imagine him with a handkerchief fanning? You won't himself. have to. He says exactly what he was doing. Okay. Um. So he was at a Rock Band 4 event, uh, talking on? about how he's on the roof of a pricey hotel in this media event. So here we go, quote, I'm standing at a safe distance, drinking fizzy water, eating puff pastry canapes, canapes? Uh, Joe, how do I say can Canapes. Canap- really? Yeah, Alright. Eating puff pa pastry canopies and chatting to another colleague about politics in the Philippines. Canapé. I'm having an oh, okay time, canapé. but I'm supposed to be focusing my attention on Rock Band 4. <sighs> but there's more chance of Ferdinand Marcos leaping onto that stage than there is of me mounting the boards, swinging a guitar strap around my neck and yelling, who? What are we this is like an ain't it cool news update from 1997. <laughs> I don't care about rock music. I dislike crowds and I dislike loud noises. I don't do public performances excepting Toastmasters, which I enjoy from time to time, along with a half dozen accountants, school teachers, and self-improved nutters. He's the perfect person to go to this event. Basically, uh... Why do you hate your job? I, here, I like that he presumes that anyone reading this is more interested in him than they are in rock band. Yeah, because it's all about him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying it, James. Uh, I I have there has been I don't know what oh, it is, shit. but there's there's this like like a masturbatory celebration of self when it comes to writing, I guess in general, but games writing specifically about when you're writing about a game and then you immediately make it about yourself, you're doing a disservice to your reader who cares about the game. And I've I've seen this happen a lot, and it's happening even more and more, I guess as. I guess as writing becomes more insular, people kind of write for each other and themselves. And it bugs me because this is about games. Like, games are fun. Ah. We sh like, how cool is it that anyone would get to use any of their time to go play a music game that's not out yet and probably be fed for free? Yeah, yeah. That's well, a double win. He's also getting paid. Yeah. And get paid to do it. Um, and to spend the whole time complaining about just how over it you are. But what I resent the most is that, yes, to your point, it's not even about his experience playing the game. It's about his experience being at the event. It's like, it's honestly like going to a movie and reviewing the theater and the coke as opposed to reviewing the movie that you're reviewing. Yeah. It's retarded. It's so, oh, so else. meta. It's so well, up your own ass. Also, it's... They didn't I, jerk him okay. off when he got there and he was sad. And, so, and at least, <laughs> at least it's, not, it's not a review, right? No, He's not writing a review of Rock Band 4 with all this BS in it, right? Yeah. But he must know that people are only clicking on this because they're interested in a game of which there is not that much information But did he like available. the pastries? 
So when he's talking about the wine spritzer or whatever he's sipping on <laughs> while he's dreaming oh, of his time from Thailand, I don't give a shit. All right, <laughs> and I don't think anyone should give a shit. Yeah, I, well, this this comes up a lot where a lot of people. Back, I mean, I I very I, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but we very rarely complain about our jobs. We're always like, thank you, Lord, for this wonderful job. We get to play video games and talk about them, and yeah. people care. And that's really cool. And I'm never going to sit here and be like, you need to listen to what I say. We're always like, take our opinion or fucking leave it. I don't care. Like, we're just going to talk, and if you want to stick around, that's cool. We're going to try to entertain you. Um, because there are 16 guys behind us who will take our jobs and probably do a better job. Yeah. And I don't want to give it to oh. them. <laughs> this guy sounds like, I need out of this fucking job. Oh my god. Yeah, go be a political correspondent. And it's you, like, then go, please go, because you, you clearly your, don't like it. If you hate your free video games so much, right, <laughs> and being paid to talk about your free video games, please leave. Right. He spends the entire, the entire article saying, everyone's having a good time. I can't get into it. Everyone's drinking and singing. I can't get into it. It seems like people are excited about the changes the game has made. I can't get into it. I don't. What the fuck is then, wrong with well, you? Also, also, I'm sure at some point in that article, I haven't read it. I've only heard what Lawrence said, but I'm already angry. But I'm sure <laughs> at some point in that article, he concedes. Maybe it's just me. Does he ever concede that maybe yes. this is just my perspective on it? Yeah, he does. He does. Which, he does. which I'm sure he feels really, really good about himself for doing. Right. Except for the fact that he is writing a preview yeah. of a game. Word your right? job was to provide a service to your readers. Yeah. No, he's Hunter S. Thompson. He's, mm. he's always gone. Well, well, Hunter so, S. Thompson worked really, really hard yeah. to develop the personality that was so interesting that he could go and experience something and write about him experiencing it, and it would be unique, right? This guy is not Hunter S. Thompson. Not yet. Not yet. He'll he will be, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think, I, I do wonder if, because I've seen this happen more and more, and the tone yeah. is getting more and more severe, yeah. uh, I, I wonder if, if, like, you have these, these, I hate to say these writers, because I'm a writer, too, but... Um, maybe there's this almost like midlife crisis aspect where somebody's like, I can't spend my entire life writing about how many features are in Rock Band. I have to make my writing mean something and break the mold. Talk and about you probably shouldn't write about video games. Well, or consider it. Sorry, uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna change the rules of the world. Or just consider it your that's your job. I'm sure a machinist at the Toyota factory doesn't fucking love being a machinist at the Toyota factory. But he goes home and if he's a creative person who likes actually working with tools, he has a shop. He works on his stuff like. It's your fucking job. Do your fucking job, <laughs> you millennial piece of shit. Ooh, oh, no. I, well, I, I'm, say, I assume this guy's I'm a millennial age. piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I say a lot of these companies have multiple reviewers, and they'll usually like draw straws or like pick whatever games or whatever thing they're going to go to. So I don't know why they wouldn't have picked someone that was into yeah, the yeah. fan series in the first yeah. place and not someone who's like, oh, I hate yeah. you. I guess I'll do it. Well, it's because Polygon oh, doesn't oh, view oh, itself geez. that way. Oh, they're like man. the hard-hitting truth truth bible of the games industry except that no one gives a shit about the not. truth bible of the game industry. That piece has more opinion and less journalism than any of our pieces that we do on I'm the note and we don't consider ourselves I'm not journalists. saying journalism. No. But he says, I'm saying, he specifically says and he specifically says games journalists. Well, and games I, oh, journalists. I don't doubt that he considers himself one. Yeah. Yep. 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 But yeah, my there you god. Go. Yep, wow. You're right. We're taking this. We're taking this castle, guys. He also said, "You got to find the base commander." Come he on. used the words effervescent and gregarious. <laughs> that's the you big have a thing is. Storm going right now. No, no. That's kind of where I saw it started. Yeah. Is when people started using smart words. Well, and fine. That, no, well, it's fine to a point. When well, no, 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 Joel. Like I was gonna say, if you're gonna write a book, ten ways to alienate your audience. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It is to talk down to them. Your writing is meant to be accessible and educational, <laughs> uh, and okay. and entertaining, like all all of those things. But when you're when you're the sourcing and like trying to pick the most uh, obscure and, and smart word that you can, you're writing for yourself. You're not writing for your audience anymore, and that's the thing that kind of gets on my Especially nerves. Especially when your article's already kind of hoity-toity and like I'm too here. good to be here. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that kind of gets back to one of the points, and I can wrap this around to one of the first points I made when we were talking about the uh, the rumor, uh, the the Silent Hills rumor. Is that I think in this lack of actual news or things to actually write about or any meaningful oh. analysis to have because there's just not that much information out there anymore. Um, also, there's drought before E3. Let's be honest. That's that's very true. You're very right about that. Um, yeah, and E3 is right. another point to talk about when it comes to people being jaded. But I think that it's interesting because the state of games media, especially games writing, has suddenly become somebody writing an opinion piece and then people just firing back and forth about that, kind of like we are right now. Um, so like, you know, Total Biscuit will call someone out and then that person will respond and they'll basically be like throwing stones over this wall and that becomes the discussion of games media instead of, you know, 
yeah, having there, fun there with was, games. There was like a really, the uh, the there was a really popular like what? The rap wars. There was a, uh, there was a highly <laughs> up, up, well, up please say that topic, as much as you can uh, <laughs> on the uh, the R game subreddit where someone did pop in and go. I'm a little concerned that every like the majority of the topics in the gaming, you know, in our games was about like the political drama behind games and all this sort of thing, and it wasn't really about actual video games. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, look, like we get, look, we get nerdy and nitty gritty and just talk about stuff, you know, that probably has most people probably aren't interested in, but it interests us, and I think we found an audience that does like it. But that is true, like people really do. Maybe they just find that more interesting and not. Whereas at the end of the day, I don't know. I'm always like, look, I just want to play a video game. Yeah. I I spent this entire weekend playing Destiny. Like I I enjoy it. I you know I enjoy I having Sword fun. Storm. Blade Storm. Blade Storm. Hey guys, well, we're done. No. I, I'm gonna catch some shit this week. I'm gonna get from. from all gonna well, all of yeah. you guys are because you yelled at a man. Um, I've never met you him. Said his name. Well, and I mean, that was the problem. He, yeah. he he may be a wonderful person. I don't know. Uh, I do take issue with the intent and the wording of that article, though. Well, so. you guys were vicious. So if you want to do your apology now, this is the best time. I wasn't. Oh no! I, I'm gonna apologize. I'm gonna oh, apologize yeah, on Twitter with a tweet for I'm sure. I'm gonna retract everything we just said for being. And there it is. For being, retracting it. Well, I apologize for being uncivil. But I'm not going to apologize for thinking, like, that's a waste of fucking bandwidth right there, that article. Kind of is, yeah. Kaboom. Boom. You just stop being an uh, angry boy. You just got boomed by also, also, I guess I should concede I didn't read the article. I just listened to the I read one it. portion that It's warrants, all of that. It's, 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 it's just all, that it's over and over. That. No, the whole yeah. thing. I just read the whole thing. It's bullshit. Yep. So, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> to our bullshit. Jeez. To our bullshit. Um, we look forward to your many articles writing about us. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, I guess my, my, my summary about that is I, I take pride in the fact that, you know, on the know and on the podcast, we talk about games. We don't talk shit about other people except for this one time. But it was to make a point. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I, maybe. So, you know, that's typically something we stay out of, and if you've ever wondered why, that's why. And if you've ever asked us to dabble in that stuff and we don't, that's why. It's because, I don't know, we like to... F- it's we about, get heated! I don't know. Well, it's about games. I, it's think, about games. I think it gets a little toxic. It gets incestuous, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it, it, I don't know, it gets into, like, camps. People get tribal about it, it's just weird. Alright. Games are fun. Ah. Thanks for listening! Nintendo will win the generation don't of... Don't worry, we I gotta love you! Bye-bye! I didn't sleep well last night, so, like, I just feel bad. But you guys were really yeah, angry. I didn't sleep well last night, either.